Jackson Cloud. I'm Jamin. I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And we're continuing our story through Genesis, in particular Abraham's story. Uh, he has a vision uh, of the word of the Lord who says, you know, you're going to have offspring that will be as as uh, just like the stars. You'll have so many, you won't be able to number them. And then um, we see an interesting <laughs> old school tradition happen that would strike us as very odd if you saw someone do this today, you'd probably call the cops, but this was normal back then. So here's what happens. <clears throat> uh, God tells him, I am the Lord who brought you out from Ur of the Chaldeans to give you this land to possess. But he said, oh Lord God, how am I to know that I shall possess it? He said to him, bring me a heifer three years old, a female goat three years old, a ram three years old, a turtle dove and a young pigeon. And he brought him all of these cut them in half, and he laid each half over against each other, but he did not cut the birds in half. And when the birds of prey came down on the carcasses, Abram drove them away. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram, and behold, dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Uh, fast forward a paragraph, when the sun had gone down and it was dark, behold, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch Pass between these pieces. So these animals have been cut in half. It's passing through. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram saying, To your offspring I give this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river of Euphrates, the land of the Kenites, the Kenizzites, and the Kadamonites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Rephaim, which were giants, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Okay. Abraham cuts a bunch of animals in half and then a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch pass between them. What's going on here? Well, I'm guessing <laughs> that's the weird tradition you mentioned. Yeah, if someone did that like out front on their lawn, you'd probably call the cops, right? Yeah. I would just be confused why they're cutting them in half because it's a lot harder to eat it that way. Have you ever butterflied a chicken? No, <laughs> I've never actually. <laughs> Cut an animal open. Oh, okay. Well, when you... I just buy my meat. Well, yeah, but if you buy a whole chicken... I've never bought a chicken. Okay, all right. Okay, well, yes, so strange tradition. Does anybody want to just come up with a guess? What do you think is going on here? Cut the animals in half, and then a flaming pot and a torch go walk down the middle of the house. Sounds like a pagan ritual. It, so this is a covenant ceremony and places all over the ancient world had something like this. So pagan, no, but a way of doing a covenant, which is more or less a promise. This, this would be similar to how they did a ceremony about a grand promise to be made to one another. So then why? Like, Wait, were those included in like marriage ceremonies? Mm, I don't think so, but I, <laughs> nothing is more romantic than the blood of all these animals. Like, Cut it half and you have to walk through it? <laughs> all right, honey. <laughs> <clears throat> so it's a covenant promise type ceremony. 
Why then? Like, what's the point in cutting them in half? Why would you walk through these? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, it's like when you part the Red Sea. Okay, all right. Or was that why the, they had? Is that why red, red carpet became and a thing? Parted. Here what? we go. <laughs> That's why red carpet's a thing. Is because the blood used to have to walk through it, and so it's. No, 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 that makes sense. No, no, I don't think so. Um, never mind. I don't want your. <laughs> I don't want your well, propositions. Well, he told us to time. make some guesses. We don't. I know. changed my mind. I don't want them anymore. <laughs> so the answer is, we don't entirely know, but. But what, that's such an unsatisfying <laughs> answer. No, I I do think I understand what the answer. I like is. my red carpet answer. There's a passage in Jeremiah where God refers to a covenant ceremony like this. Mm -hmm. uh, but did I say Jeremiah? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah. So Jeremiah like kind of calls them out though. They they've been unfaithful to their part of this like promise of whatever it was at the time. And therefore, God will cut them in half, <laughs> is, is the way that the prophecy goes. In other words, if when Jeremiah says that, he's essentially like giving us the reason as to like how severe these covenant promise ceremonies were, it would explain partially why the animal's been cut in half. Is essentially, you and the person you're making the promise with cut these animals in half, and then you walk between them saying like if i don't hold up my end of this promise <laughs> so be it just what's been done to these animals may it be done to me too you know so like so it's not a splitting of it so you get half and the other gets half um uh, not to my knowledge i wonder if that i wonder if that figures in at all i think you could do like uh these were innocent animals and if I break the promise, the blood of these innocent animals is on my behalf for what's been done to them. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's another theory I've Wait, heard. They didn't cut a bee in half, so it couldn't be on his behalf. But I think the Jeremiah glimpse gives us the clearest indication. Is like God saying, like, you fell flat on the the covenant, therefore you should be cut in half. You know, it's like that's kind of this idea. That's a big deal with promises. I don't know how you guys grew up with like promises, but like my mom, <laughs> she made it clear like, you break a promise, Jamin Bradley, you're in trouble. You don't just make promises willy nilly. It's like if you make a pinky promise with someone and you break the promise, this they get to the, break your pinky. This is the pinky promise of the Bible. <laughs> Except you'd be cut in half. So, yeah. So exactly. you cut the pinkies in half. No. You break the pinky. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a pretty serious, pretty serious thing. But here's what's interesting. What walked between the animals? Nothing. Well, yeah, but... It floated. Well, what floated between the animals? A hot pot it doesn't, and a torch. It doesn't say it floated. They might have had legs. <laughs> Sun went down, it was dark, behold, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between these. Yeah. It could have been a torch with legs. I can't get that imagery out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, it wasn't Abraham, right? Right. So Abraham asked God, like, okay, you've made me a pretty extravagant promise about all these descendants I'm going to have. BT dubs, I can't even have a kid. So, like, you know, how am I going to know that this is ever going to happen? God sets up a covenant ceremony, a, a promise that, like, you know, this will happen. But who are the players in the promise? It's a it's two things that throughout the Bible represent God. Like sometimes when God shows up, there's like fire, there's smoke, there's things like that. And in this case, those are what show up, fire and smoke. Abraham and God don't walk between the, the animals. God and God walk between the animals. In other words, God promises himself <laughs> that this covenant will come to pass. So God, like, you know, and if God doesn't, God will have to be split in half. You know, like that's over the top right there. That's obviously not going to happen. But if if God would have made this covenant with Abraham, what would have happened? Humanity sucks. We would have messed up, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, Abraham can't have a child, so, like, not by his own merit. He would need God's help if it was going to happen. Right. And so, like, God just promises himself. Nope. This is so solidified as a promise. Like, this is resurrection. This is Jesus. This is the uh, reaching the Gentiles and all the nations. And God is so sure that he's going to make this happen that he just promises himself. Yes, this is not dependent on anything you can do, Abraham. Uh, this is all on me to make sure that this promise comes to be. So with that, God promises himself and ultimately holds up to the promise. And we still live in the middle of it right now as we're headed towards the resurrection where the descendants of God's family, of Abraham's family, eventually do become like stars in the sky. That is, immortal beings, which is what they thought stars were back in the day. So that is resurrection life ahead of us. So it's a pretty powerful image right there. Um, unless you're thinking we're cutting bees in half. That is not the same. You said bee half, so. Casey will now close us out. So if you have any questions, put them in the comments below or join us on the Discord, because we'd love to see those questions there. And be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Hit that notification bell, and we'll see you next time. This entire episode, I'm just going to have it slowly zoom in on your face from beginning to end. Just to show how you are falling asleep the entire time on camera. <laughs> Casey was so quiet. And by the end, it's not even going to be like us. It's just going to be zoomed in here. <laughs>